welcome to Moms Who Say the F Word with your hosts, Paris and Courtney, the two mom friends you didn't know you needed. We are pleased to bring you another fun episode of Moms Who Say the F Word. We would absolutely love it if you would leave us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast. Now on with the show. All right. So before we dive into this episode, we felt it was very necessary to address the current climate we are all facing in the U.S. If you've listened to any of our episodes, you should realize by now uh, that we do not share our political affiliations on our show. Unless we're talking about something like unsolved true crimes, we really just don't talk about the news. That's correct. We are all about humanity, loving one another, and not taking each other for granted. You out there listening to us right now, you are a son or you're a daughter. You are a person that matters to not one, but many. Don't think for one second that someone else's life is less valuable than your own. I am a few nationalities, and so is Courtney, so we just love everyone. Right. Neither of us are African-American, and thus we don't have the firsthand experience with that, that community, um, that that specific community has had to face throughout generations. But we stand with those that face oppression, and we support peaceful protest. I think it's time to focus on the house that actually is on fire right now and support the brothers and sisters we have in the human race in that house that need us. Okay, so that's enough of the heavy stuff. Let's get on with the episode. We love all you people, just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. It has been a long couple weeks. We took some time off. I'm kind of still exhausted. I don't think that time off helped at all. No. (laughs) Not at all. No. It didn't do me. It didn't do me any good. And you know, one of the reasons why it did me no good is that even though I took time off, my husband still found more projects for us to do that I just didn't want to do. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I just, so I have to tell you the story. Um, you know, I told you we bought the RV. You know that. Yes. Like the, the travel trailer. Yes. I even yeah, got so the walkthrough video chat. Did. It was awesome. I, I you know, know, it was very, very cool. I was very happy. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if everybody knows this, but I didn't know that RVs are considered like a home loan. Like Courtney told me that and I was like, what? Yeah. It's not like a yeah. car loan. It's like a home, like a second home. And I'm like, yep. huh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's a tax write-off as a second home too. So I think that's that's pretty cool. Uh, but the great thing that we decided to do with ours is to park it next to our house. We're going to hook it up to power and it's basically going to be extra space for us every day when we're not using it during camping. I mean, obviously you're not going to camp every single weekend. And so instead of parking it in storage, we want to get you know use out of it. Yeah. Um, but part of that was we had to format the side that, of our house where we want to park it and needs concrete And then we were going to do this back section and gravel. But I had had a conversation with my husband. I said, you know, this amount of concrete we're having poured, do we even really need like the gravel right now? I mean, gravel is not even the expensive part of the project or anything. But I thought, well, this is a little less work for us and a little less to do right now. So do we even really need this? And so we we did a bunch of measurements and all that. And we thought, okay, no, we actually don't. We don't need the gravel right this minute. We'll worry about the the first few things we have going on. Cause we're also having our backyard done. Did I tell you that? I don't know if I told you that. So we also have landscapers on, on site working on our backyard. And so we had this agreement. This was last week. And, um, we said, okay, we're not, we're not going to do the gravel or was it two weeks ago? I think it was two weeks ago. So we're not gonna do the gravel. Cool. 
And uh, less like probably an hour later, I'm sitting at my my desk. I'm working, and my husband walks in the room. He's on the phone. My husband doesn't talk on the phone. You should know this. He doesn't speak. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> He doesn't like to talk. He doesn't like talking to people. No. He's very antisocial. So he was on the phone, which is weird in itself. So I was I like, I was like, who are you talking to? And he wouldn't answer me. And he walked out of the room. And I thought, well, that was weird. So he comes back in, you know, just a few minutes later, he sits down in front of me and he has like this sheepish look on his face. <laughs> and I was like, you know, what's, what's the deal? Like what, what, who are you talking to? And he's like, it was the gravel people. What do you mean? The gravel people? Well, because of COVID, the place that we usually get stuff like gravel or bark, they wouldn't let you go order. You had to do it by phone. So he had left a message. They kept not calling him back. He was like, okay. So when we agreed to no gravel, he was cool with it. Well, so they called back and he goes, so the gravel will be here in a couple weeks. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Didn't you just Did, agree? Like, no. <laughs> no. Yes. Gravel? Just right. Like an hour before <laughs> we just said we weren't doing the gravel. And he gets this like sheepish look on his face. He goes, I felt pressured. And I'm like, oh, why? And he goes, because they called back. I was like, that is not, that's not even a sales pitch. Like, <laughs> he just felt pressured because they called back. Like, okay, that is just so basically all salespeople should call Courtney's husband if they want to sell Please something. Please don't. <laughs> oh, my God. He doesn't, <laughs> clearly doesn't know how to, like, say no. I, I don't know what it was. I have no idea. So we have been, you know, like, shoveling gravel, and then we've got a, we're going to get a, I don't, I think it's called a compactor. I'm not really sure what it's called from Home Depot. We're going to rent it, and it's going to flatten everything out but we have to wait till the concrete gets poured it's just this whole mess i'm like this was not what i was doing with my you know the time i was supposed to be resting and not doing our podcast i was supposed to be like relaxing and i don't know what happened i just think anything like when you do stuff to your house whether it's the backyard it's something inside don't do first of all don't do two things at once okay oh, seriously <laughs> like save yourself on that um thankfully courtney and her husband have a very good marriage but i've seen some other marriages fall apart over um you know like remodeling um doing things taking on more you know, especially with this whole environment of everybody staying home, we're all bored, right? So we're like, what can we fix in our house? Like for us, we want a brand new house. Uh, you know, we built it. And so there isn't really much to like do, <laughs> right? So we've done it all. Um, but it's just funny to me, like, you know, you're saying like you guys are working on your backyard and then you guys now are building something for the RV, um, which I still don't fully understand, like the RV thing. Um, but... I'm kind of slowly getting on board with it because I keep thinking, well, if I go up to Portland and like Courtney will drive me around in it and <laughs> then we could just camp out at wineries, I'm down for I that. I told you, harvest hosts, I think is what it's called. I want to, uh, yeah, I want to do it. And speaking of the whole like marriage is falling apart, it is a good thing that my husband and I have a good marriage because all of this came to a head last week on a day that he was out of town for the night uh-huh. uh, for work. So he had an overnight trip. And so the day he's gone and I'm obviously working from home, I've got the kids doing distance learning and I've got the landscapers starting and I don't know what they agreed to. Keep in mind, my husband was dealing with all of it on his own. I knew nothing about the plans. I just knew he was getting the, the, the backyard fixed up. Cool. Whatever. Well, then on top of that, I also had the gravel being dropped off and my neighborhood does not have enough parking as it is. So I had to have enough space for two landscaper trucks, plus a place for the gravel to be dropped off. 
So I'm managing all of this and I'm just like, you did this on purpose. You did it the day <laughs> that you knew you were going to be home. And he's like, you know, I don't know my schedule to the day before. Uh-huh. And if he's listening to this right now, he's screaming. That's not what I sound like because I always do that. <laughs> but he, he doesn't. He doesn't know his schedule to the day before. But somehow it just worked out that I was having to manage everything by myself. Mm-hmm. So it's really good that we do have a good marriage. And I wasn't that angry with him. But uh, it was pretty stressful there for a minute. I wasn't very happy oh, about bet. it. Oh, I bet. I mean, it was, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But I do think it's cool that you now have, like, an extension of your house. Like, I never would have thought of that. Like, I know you had been talking about getting a she shed eventually. Yeah. But you don't need one now. You can just no. work out of that thing. And it's beautiful. Yeah. Like, you can just yeah. hang out in there and get away from the kids. So, yeah, for all you women out there that want to get away from your kids, just go buy an RV. Like, man, I mean, uh, well, the she shed would have been... Well, I don't know. In the long run, I don't know if it would have been cheaper once no. you do all of the. This all thing the stuff is huge. It's great. Well, and it's it's more useful, right? Yeah. We get to go camping and all that. Which we actually are taking our maiden voyage uh, this weekend. We haven't taken it actually camping, camping. But I really realized that, like, I know a lot about camping and all those things. But owning an RV and figuring out all the stuff that you need is it's like it's a lot. <laughs> So we ended up at Camping World and we were looking for certain things that I literally didn't even know what I needed to be asking for. It's, but thank God for Google. It's got to be stressful. I, you know, she was, you know, I told you guys that Courtney was showing me the video of this whole thing. She did a whole walkthrough, like the outside of this thing, all the bells and whistles that it comes with on the outside. And I'm thinking, this reminds me of that Hello Kitty um, pencil box with all the buttons you press and like something else slings out of it. And you're like, yeah. what? like there's an oven a stove a refrigerator and like a sink on the outside of this thing you just press buttons and shit opens and i'm like holy shit this is amazing (laughs) it is it's it's really cool and it's great to have all the bells and whistles but you have to know how to support all those bells and whistles with the different like electronics and you know electrical systems and stuff It's, it's a lot and to be fair like when Courtney told me she bought an RV, all I think is like that 70s look with wood paneling and shit everywhere. <laughs> and I'm like, oh God, friend, like, I hope you didn't like invest like a huge amount of money into some bullshit like that. But no, it's, it's like super posh. Like I was like, like mildly proud of my very granola friend for being so <laughs> posh. Um, we'll see. We'll see how long until the kids ruin it. No, sure. but like all the inside is like it's all like grays and like she has really nice. Uh, this thing has like a backsplash in it. I'm like, what? Oh yeah, it does. It's. Yeah. I mean, not, and I, when I say backsplash, of course it has a backsplash, but I mean like a really nice tile, like glass tile. I'm like, Courtney is not about that kind of bullshit. So I kept waiting, like, is this really hers? Or did she buy, like, the 70s version (laughs) with the wood paneling and shit? You know, because Courtney's just not, not that you're not posh, friend, but you're just not. I'm not posh. Those things don't do anything for you. You're just like, that's not what I am. That's not what I'm Mm -mm. about. Like, Courtney and I are very, very opposite. (laughs) We really are. Again, the question, why are we friends? We are so opposite. But, um... I, did I tell you what I did today? I made cakes, okay? Where's with, mine? Well, I would send it to you, but it it might be weird by the time it gets up there. So uh, I, that sucks. So I'm currently throwing a pampered chef party because yes, I need something else in my life to like 
add to my stress levels. But because um, this party is kind of extra, like I have to keep posting on there. Like she's actually making me do some of the work, which that's totally fine. When you do a, a, a direct sales party, a lot of the host people that do them for you, they do all the work, which is super nice. But this lady, she's, uh, you know, she wants us to be engaged and all that and make sure that we're staying on top of shit. But anyways, I had bought these pie things for, or not pies, but the cake pan thing. They're like little buntlets. That's what they remind me of, but they're bigger than bun, buntinis from, um, nothing bunt cakes. They're bigger than that. that. They're a little bit bigger than that. But I'm telling you, like that little pan is amazing, but I totally forgot about it. I totally forgot I ordered it. It was like Amazon again, where like I ordered something, but because of COVID, everything is on back order for so long that it, I think I ordered that in May, like the top of May. And I just got it yesterday. And I was like, well, I better make some. I was so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to use this thing. But it was pretty sweet. Like, I can't believe, like, Pampered Chef, and I'm not a consultant or anything, obviously, but their shit is legit. Like, I really like their stuff. Like, everything I've ever gotten from Pampered Chef has been phenomenal. The quality has held up. Like, I really had to think about one product that I had bought. And I was like, okay, this really is my favorite thing. It's the mix and chop thing. Yep, I have it too. We all have it. I feel like all my friends have it. If you're a friend of mine, you have it. Uh, (laughs) But it's such a basic tool and I literally bought it as like an add-on. Like just to get to my $80 spend or whatever to get the free goodie or whatever. And I thought, I'm never going to use this fucking thing. It's useless. Oh no, I use all of my Pampered Chef stuff. Like I know we had a friend who sold Pampered Chef and we were buying shit. Like we would bounce parties off of each other. It was hysterical. Just to get the free shit. Just to get the free shit, right? And I'm just like, oh my God. Like I just, I can't, but yeah. So now I'm, I'm buying Pampered Chef shit again. And one of my friends who bought on there, who's uh, our friend, both our friends, Arkin, she messages me and she goes, Oh, she goes, I'm so glad you're throwing a Pampered Chef party. And I'm like, okay. And she goes, you know, I literally ran out of shit to buy. So I really needed something else to buy. I'm like, what? (laughs) That's like, that's COVID mindset right there. Yeah. You've gone through all of Amazon. Yes. You're done with that now. You need something new to shop on. Yeah. So Arkin's like, "Um, yeah. So thank God for you, Paris, because now I can buy something else. I need something else to spend money on. Thanks. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So let's get into this. I'm Paris. I'm the tiger mom to one cub and married to my husband for almost 11 years now. Uh, I am reading so much more now than I normally did before quarantine that I think it's pretty much making me a better person or at least most smartest well you read all the (laughs) self-help stuff I don't read that stuff I read smut so Uh (laughs) (laughs) no kidding my book my book club books are they're they're top notch but they're not (laughs) self-help so and I'm Courtney the mom to three kids uh ranging from elementary to high school my husband and I have been blissfully married uh for 12 years now and the one thing that I have to say that everyone keeps telling me that's going to test our marriage is the whole backing up a trailer thing. And I just think it's hilarious because, what? um, have you not heard this before? No. Because usually like the husband, let's say on a general basis, one person is backing up the trailer. The other person is spotting and they yell at each other the whole time. Like it's, it ends up being a fight, <laughs> but I think that I am pretty lucky 
um, because my husband drives semis and I've seen right. some of the places that he's had to back like huge trailers up into like tiny parking lots or tiny streets. So I don't really even have to advise him on much. So we should be fine. I think we're good. I think you guys are good. <laughs> yeah. We'll so let's talk about summer and what we are doing different this year as opposed to all the other years prior. Um, it's really forced both of us to do things quite differently. Wouldn't you agree, Court? Well, I mean, let's be real. Our kids have already had like, they've had like two months, right, of home. Yeah, I think two months of home time. Even though they were doing distance learning, it was sort of like summertime, just kind of kicking it at home with a little bit of school stuff. <laughs> so I true. <laughs> but has it, has it only been two months, friend? I don't know. Like, because I'm ready to pop some champagne for 2021. <laughs> Let's do this Man. shit already. I'm so I, done. I, I did see this hilarious meme the other day, and it was something along the lines of, like, I'm just ready to throw candy out the door, cook a turkey, cut down a tree, and call it a fucking year. Or something <laughs> like, like just, like, let's r- get through it. Let's just be done. I mean, it 2020 feels like it's drunk at the bar, about to fall off the bar stool, and we just need to cut it the fuck off. It's cursed. We're done. Like, it needs to be done. I know. Like, what is it? All the plagues are hitting us all at once because it really feels that way. I mean, yeah, it does. I, I hope, though, like, that summer, uh, crossing fingers, maybe I should knock on wood right now, that I'm hoping summer proves to be better. I don't know, friend, because people in Vegas are acting like, well, they opened the casinos, COVID's over. <laughs> it's like a free-for-all out there. So I am just going to stay in the crib, just not going outside, and, you know, I'm waiting for that spike in COVID cases to go up, because it's going to go up, because all these people are just like... <gasps> you know, rushing the casinos now because they opened on last Thursday, I think. And don't get me wrong, people were excited. I mean, opening the city, and I will say this about Vegas, like, um, you know, maybe some of you guys don't live here, maybe you do. Uh, Courtney used to live here, but watching the Bellagio fountains was so emotional for me. And I, I know a couple other friends felt the same way, like when they came on and they um, you know, the first song they played was for, I don't remember what song was, but it was for specifically for all the, um, emergency workers that have stayed and, you know, worked through this entire thing. And then the second song they played was Viva Las Vegas. And I thought that was so cool because, you know, you're opening Vegas and what a weird time for every single casino to be opening at the same time, right? You're never going to, let's crossing fingers. You're never going to experience that again. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, speaking just in regards to Vegas, no matter what you do in Vegas, even if you never even touch the strip, the strip is Vegas. Like it's the main and it employs so many people. And so on my Facebook throughout the last couple of months, it's been really sad to see, you know, quite a few people that work at casinos and they were furloughed or whatever. And Mm -hmm. that sucks. So that's it's really great to know that, you know, people are you know, trying to get back. But um, there is a lot of that going on with the just acting like nothing's changed and we're just gonna run out there and yeah but i mean we do need to get back to somewhat normal people do need to work and all that but i'm i am still thinking that i'm going to avoid large crowds not that i liked large crowds anyways (laughs) but um that's i think one of the reasons why i'm super excited that we have gotten this trailer now because for the summer so we can make sure we're still doing stuff with the kids I feel like camping is, like, a great way to do that because we can still kind of, like, avoid lots of people. Right. You can still kind of social distance yourselves even though, you know, you're technically going on a vacation but not 
with everybody right. else. So right, and I you're not staying in a hotel, thing. so you don't have to worry about cleanliness of somebody else staying there, or you, you're staying in your own place. So I think it's well, that's great, Courtney. Good. I'm supposed to go somewhere at the end of the month, and now I'm thinking, well, shit, maybe I better <laughs> pack maybe some because I don't have an RV and it's not happening. So stop it. Um, <laughs> I will be staying at a hotel, I'm sure. But anyways, everybody is like getting cabin fever and just needing to get yeah. out i've seen a lot yeah. of my friends go to california go to the beach they've just driven there because it's close enough and um yeah. you know everybody wants to get out i get it so anyways okay okay summer shit i started doing summer school for my kid and before people get all fucking twisted about it i just think i need to keep my kid engaged academically i have to keep him on the path <laughs> well i mean okay so nobody should get twisted because your little dude though is He's so much different than other kids I know. He loves learning. He wants education all the time. That's what he he does. He wants it and craves it. That's completely different than like my kids because when I tried to suggest doing something like organized in the summer, they about lost their shit. Like it was gonna get ugly. Yeah, it was they, gonna be mutiny. Yeah, they look at Courtney and they're like, "Why do you hate us so much?" Right. <laughs> like, that's my kids. Your kids like yes, if he's throwing a party because his mom's so awesome. Uh, I, my yeah. kids are like mutiny. We're gonna throw you off the ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like we're done with you. But um, so I am thinking of signing uh him up for outschool.com. Have you heard of this? No, I don't know what uh, I at first I thought you said outdoor school and I was no. like, wait, what? No, outschool.com. So mm-hmm. uh, one of my friends told me about it. She's done it for her kids and it works out pretty well. So it's online courses and the classes are only like three to ten kids, I think. Um, and they have so many subjects available. Like I was thinking of signing them up for maybe the coding and technology uh, course and they have them like I think they have like one day course well it's not a full day it's like maybe like for 90 minutes and it's like $15 which can get pricey if you're signing your kid up for a shit ton of them but like if it's like one course here one course there it's not it's not too terrible uh, but I think I think I might do that oh, so like I said my kids are the exact opposite you've been super organized with like a schedule of educational things that your kid has to do my kids are like, um, we're done with this school at home bullshit. Like, we're done. We don't want to do it. <laughs> I am too. Don't get me wrong. But um, so I made a Google site. Uh, if you don't know what that is, people, go look it up, how to make your own Google site. It's kind of fun. Uh, but I made a Google site of assignments for my kid, and he loves it. He likes having a schedule and a, a list of all the things that he needs to get done. He's he's excited every week. Uh, you know, that we're only on week two, but he has already looked at what this week has um, entailed, what I've st- structured for each day, and he's all excited about it. Like, <laughs> so this weird. Is, well, this is the difference, I'm yeah. telling you, Mike. <laughs> yeah. The one thing, though, my kids have done really well, like, keeping to the schedule that I've had during distance learning, and it probably, I would say that schedule is the only thing that helped my sanity during this time. Because my, I, it, it's rough. <laughs> but I do agree that kids need some sort of educational activities during the summer. I'm not disagreeing with that whatsoever. Um, especially reading. Because one of the things I know that teachers always talk about is the backslide that kids can have during summer. So yeah. you really want to do something to like prevent that. And I mean, but again, your kid likes to read. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I think everyone has to build a learning environment that works for their kid just because my kid likes structure doesn't mean like all kids love structure. That's, that wasn't me. I don't, I'm not sure whose kid this kid is really because I, that wasn't me. My husband isn't that way. So I don't know. I have no idea. He's like, a I don't know. I have no idea what to say about him. 
He's different. Well, so right. Like all kids are different. And that's exactly why, like, I'm thinking about doing these jars for my kids. And I, I feel like my brain is actually starting to become its own Pinterest because I did not find this idea on Pinterest. <laughs> but it does sound like something you'd find on Pinterest. Um, so I was thinking about doing these jars for each of my kids with slips of paper in them. And what they would have to do is pick you know, two slips of paper every day before they're allowed to get on electronics or play with friends. And those pieces of paper would determine what two um, educational activities that they would do as well as reading every day. So I was thinking something fun, like, you know, with science, PE, history, you know, so on, whatever. Um, And, but I mean, like, even before our schools rolled out a distance learning curriculum, I found a crazy amount of resources online that helped me keep my kids engaged. And I was able to do that with them during the school year because, they understood that they were missing school because of COVID. Um, I don't know how we'll do during this summer, but I'm just going to go back and try to use some of those uh, resources again. And most of that stuff was pretty uh, like interactive and fun, I think, because that's kind of like how homeschool set up, right? I feel like homeschool is much more hands-on than... Yeah, why don't, don't we have any homeschool friends? Like, we need to get some homeschool friends. We don't. Like, all you know, because we all work. <laughs> well, that's how we make most of our friends, though. Yeah, like, that's not, not a, to be like a complete douche yeah, and say that's anything not a bad dig about. At, at no, it's moms just at all. I mean, we've had we've had this conversation on this podcast before. The way that most adults make friends, like now, yeah. as you're an adult, is through things like work that's how you meet people there's not even i don't know i i've had i have made friends through facebook they haven't always been successful but i do have one friend that is a stay-at-home mom now like but it's hard to have friends that are stay-at-home moms because i have like i have to work all day and they may be able to do things during the day if their kids are in school or something you know so that kind of sucks sometimes but yeah homeschool i'd I know that it's a lot different. It's not something I'm built for, but there are tons of resources online um, if you need something to get your kids yeah. engaged during the summer. There really are. I, I was looking this week because obviously now I'm trying to be a homeschool mom apparently during the summer. <laughs> I found like education.com. I found some projects that I could print out for him to do. So I thought that was kind of cool that were free. I think there is a paid version of that as well that you can do grab projects and things like that but i am challenging the cub this week um i am making him research government and since his school didn't make him memorize the preamble to the constitution i'm making him do that this week so fun times um which he's all amped about don't i don't even know what that kid but um and i'm making him memorize the lord's prayer since he'll be attending catholic school next year so yes i am not a good catholic apparently because um he doesn't know the lord's prayer yet he kind of knows i mean i know he's heard it you know so i figure we'll work on that and then the niacine creed and like some other religious things but um just it's i have to say it's kind of fun building a curriculum for my kid uh, because the, the things that I want him to learn is so different than regular school, right? He, we're getting the assignments. It's a shit show most of the time. Like, I don't know where to find the resources or like he doesn't know where to find the answers. But since I'm building the curriculum, I'm finding the answers first. So I know how to help him. So this, um, I can understand why homeschool moms may like it. You know what I mean? Because they're the ones that already have the answers because they're the ones that put it in place as opposed to being told and you have no fucking clue. You're like, Google, help. <laughs> you know? Because yeah. you're like, fuck, where do I find that answer? And you, you can't find it anywhere. It's crazy. So, I don't know. 
I think the one, um, the one nice thing would be about like the summer school business is that you don't have any, um, requirements to meet. Yes. So like even with homeschools, there is like curriculum requirements that have to be met, but I think that there's multiple options of how to meet that. And so, yeah, yeah I would say that for the stuff that I look up, if I'm finding the resource, I obviously have the answer guide to go with it. And I've been, but we've been lucky with distance learning and we've talked about that where our teachers have been just fantastic. Yeah. It, you know, we haven't really struggled very much with the education portion of it because our teachers have been so great to provide all of the documentation that we need. Sure, sure, sure. Rub it in. Okay. I'm going to. I know. My schools are fantastic. Just saying. (laughs) That's why you moved there. We are fantabulous. It is. It is exactly why I moved here. And this whole distance learning thing is 100% an example of why we came to Oregon (laughs) or into this this town in Oregon because we knew that the education was better and we just saw that that – 100% we saw that with the teachers and everything but um, I think the other thing is for me too and this is because uh, I don't well I don't know if we've talked about this before but here in our schools uh, my kids all got Chromebooks checked out to them from the school Um, and middle school and high school they keep their Chromebooks all year long where elementary schools typically don't they just have them in class well so the elementary schools we picked them up for the kids it was their way of making sure kids had access Mm -hmm. So they decided the kids are not turning them in over summer. I have a feeling that this is some there because they are not sure what's going to happen next year. So they don't want to go through the whole check in, check out process. I'm, I'm a little nervous about this, to be honest, about that. They still think we may be distance learning next well, year. Well, I mean, realistically, though, there's not a cure out, right? So no, I mean, nothing is, has technically yeah. changed. Other than no, it's and summer. it's a few months and it's a few months away. And and you really think about the environment has changed quite a bit i think uh we did flatten the curve right that Mm -hmm. was the point and i think we did that and now that we already did that do we just kind of go back to the way i don't know i don't know what and that's i think the thing with the with the district the school district i don't think that they know and so they're kind of preparing for any any front so i have three chromebooks in my house but i want i think i want the stuff that i do with my kids for their education to be non-electronic and And, but luck. if I wanted them, yeah, right. So like <laughs> if I wanted them to do research and stuff, like you said that, you know, having your cub research government, they would need computers. I just don't want to have to monitor them like messing around when they should be doing their assignments. My kids somehow always find, even though their, their, their computers are pretty locked down. Yeah. Somehow they still find, even though it might be educational games to play. And I'm like, that's not what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> it's not. That's pretty that's crafty what's happening. if you ask me, you know. Well, they're educational games that maybe teachers have turned them on to. But yeah. in, so it's fun and it might be educational, but it's not what they should actually be working on. So I just don't really want to deal with that. But I wanted to kind of just take the take the computers, pack them away for the summer. But we'll see like how I decide to do it. I don't know. Because I do think the one of the big things, the research thing, I think that's a great that's a great tool to learn to practice over summer. Well, especially because well, yours isn't going to middle school yet. Well, no, his new school they consider uh, fifth grade middle. That's going to be part of middle school. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So they start that's prepping him for high school at that point. So um, I have all those types of resourcey type books. So anything like I pull is from those books. So he can't really technically go. I mean, he can go online, but that's where I choose to like have him go is to the books instead. So I don't know if maybe you need to like 
hook yourself up with some uh, <laughs> educational books or well, no, I've got a junk ton of such. educational books. Yeah, so just pull stuff out of there for them to do. That's a good idea. Yeah. I don't own encyclopedias. I own a kids encyclopedia, like one big thick yeah. kids encyclopedia. But um, it was funny because I heard this on a podcast. I can't remember what podcast I was listening to now, but they were talking about uh, encyclopedias. Do you remember having like sets of encyclopedias in your house? Because I remember Britannica. Yeah. Yep. That's my jam. Yep. Yes. Oh, that's online now. <laughs> like, do they even, do you own them? Do you no, own them? No, no. That was oh, my grandparents' okay. house. But we had like a whole shelf. Like it was huge of, of Encyclopedia Britannica's, you know? And I'm making my arms like everybody can see and only Courtney can see. And she's looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> well, this is why we said, this is why sometimes I wish this was on YouTube. Cause it'd be hilarious. No, cause we'd be boring most of the time. Nobody would. That's true. Yeah. We like, don't make faces all the time. No. Mm-mm. No, I, no I um, I do believe, though, in, in having something happen during the summer. I mean, I think that once my kids are out of school, I'm definitely going to be going back into my office to work there uh, some of the time just because there's nobody else there. So it's safe and I don't have to worry about, you know, wearing a mask or anything. And just seriously, I need some separation. I don't I don't know about you, but um, the hours my kids had scheduled for school was like, they'd start at nine and they'd have a break and they'd have lunch. And then like around two ish, they would, they would usually be done if not before that. And that entire time I had someone in my office or in my bedroom where my desk is every 10 minutes, like it was rough. So I am really looking forward to maybe having my own space again away from the house. Yeah. I mean, I can't complain because my husband and I, we pretty much are on meetings all day. We work all day. Like, we don't, like, I know your husband leaves, he goes out, and but you're pretty much stuck with the kids then all day. Like, that sucks. But <laughs> um, I know, I know they suck, but you I, know. no, no, <laughs> they are <but>, my children. <laughs> no, but like, even my kid, like, he's over there on the other side of the house, like, studying or like reading books or whatever. So I don't know. Like, for me, I've been cool with being home. Um, I would like to go into the office tomorrow. I'm going to the office actually for a little bit, but, um, it's, it's kind of nice to go into the office. I'm not going to lie, especially when nobody else is there. Like your office is small, right? Like, yeah. so you don't always have a lot of people in your building anyway, but like my office is humongous and there's usually a shit ton of people in there. And, um, it's, it, I have to say the first couple times I did it, it was a little bit creepy because it looks yeah. like something out of the shining. Yeah. You know, um, but now I'm like, anytime I go in there, um, it's kind of, it's kind of nice to have the break, I guess. And then just being able to drive. Oh my God. Being able to drive is something I took for granted. <laughs> Cause right. Yeah. You were just, you and I were just talking about this earlier. Like I don't listen to any podcasts anymore. I used to listen to constant podcasts. I mean, granted most of them are like true crime podcasts and yeah. things like that but i used to constantly have them going same. and i haven't listened to any because i can't listen to them and work at the same time it, it's too distracting and then i miss yeah. things in the podcast while i'm trying to type emails or whatever so i am looking forward to things maybe getting back to somewhat of a normal cadence i guess but the problem with that, though, is uh, then I have to be able to know that my kids are actually going to do the things they're supposed to do while I'm not home. Uh-huh. And I, I don't think you don't have that same issue, I think. I no. feel like your cub is better than mine. My kids. <laughs> no, he is not better. No. 
Because <laughs> I feel like my kids, if they're like, mom's not home, I am not doing any of this crap. I am just going to go play video games all day. She'll never know, which I wouldn't know until I came home at five o'clock. And then it would be a fight at the end of the day to get them to do what they should have done, you know, oh, first thing in the morning. My God. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Like, I don't know. Man, all this parenting, though. It's stressing me out. I'm I'm stressed. Yeah. Is this COVID shit over yet? Because it needs to fucking go. For, For reals. reals. <laughs> so that's it. At the end of the day, we're just two moms. And friends. Trying to keep our shit together. Lipstick off our teeth. Keep the kids alive. And enjoy every moment. <laughs> if you want to send us your mom stories or a topic you'd like us to chat about on our podcast, email us at momswhosaythefword at gmail.com. We promise we'll check it. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram with our handle at momswhosaythefword. And remember, if you can't say something nice, well, when we get into like phase two or something, come sit next to us. That's right. Don't forget to tune in next week for a brand new episode. And if you like what you heard today, please leave us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast. It really helps us. Till then, these moms are fucking out. Out.